I am Rob Freed, and you're listening to Band Central Radio. And we just had a wonderful inter- in, uh, interview with uh, Fuzz San Giovanni. And uh, now we have the pleasure of having on the phone with us a friend of mine who we, uh, we run in some circles in terms of live music and philanthropy. He's a, a developer, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself. Howard, are you there? I'm here, Rob. Thank you for having me. Sure. So we have uh, Howard Safin on the line. And uh, Howard, you know, why don't you just start off, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you evolved to becoming a real estate developer, and then how you then became involved as a sports entrepreneur and now an, uh, an entertainment entrepreneur. Thank you. Um, so way back when, um, I'm a, a lawyer by trade. And um, I, I purchased a window and door company in Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, called Bishop Manufacturing. And uh, one factory turned into three factories, and I was fortunate enough to have sold the business. And uh, Bridgeport became near and dear to my heart. Uh, so post post uh, post window and door factories. Um, a one of my lawyers, Roger Leifer, had suggested that I go into the real estate development business um, because I had a tremendous amount of construction background. What what and, what what uh, year around is this? Like um, the eighties? We talking about? No, no, no. This is this is roughly uh, nineteen nineteen ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, so with my partner, Joe Grasso, uh, we started building high-end luxury homes in Fairfield County mm-hmm. and eventually moving towards uh, commercial, commercial real estate development. Uh, at, the, at the same time, um, I, I um, purchased uh, a golf center in Shelton, and, um, and that golf center became a sports center. It's called Sports Center of Connecticut. And um, it's 20 acres of uh, family fun from ice skating to uh, to golf to batting cages, bowling, et cetera. Yeah, and cool. um, one day um, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers had just started and uh, a dear friend of mine, Alan Panzer, was the uh, uh, had a suite at the arena at Harbor Yard, as it was called back then. And um, he said, how about you come to a hockey game? And we went with our son, our respective sons. And uh, next next to our suite was uh, the general manager of the Islanders, Mike Milbury. And uh, I went over to say hi to Mike because I knew him from a prior life and told him that I was building ice skating rinks in Shelton. And he suggested that I come down to Long Island and show the plans to the owner of the Islanders. And fast forward, uh, um, after successfully uh, convincing the owner of the Islanders that the Bridgeport Sound Tigers should practice at the rinks at Shelton, he asked me if uh, I'd be his partner at Islanders Iceworks in Syosset, which was the Islanders practice facility. So we were partners for years. And then, and, then you had uh, full two full-time jobs, right? And yeah, and I had <laughs> multiple full-time jobs. And then became president of the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, eventually um, overseeing the Nassau Coliseum and, and the business side of the Islanders, and then eventually pulling back to Connecticut and uh, and being partners with Charles Wong at the uh, what's now called the Webster Bank Arena. 
And um, so that's by way of background. And then how did that how did that evolve then into, uh, you know, your you being an entertainment entrepreneur as well? And because we so yeah, so so overseeing the Nassau Coliseum, um, I got a taste of of obviously running an arena and uh, and the and the entertainment part of it. Um, Our GM there is a brilliant guy by the name of Chris Wright who, in fact, uh, oversees Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas right now. And um, he he taught me a lot. And uh, so uh, my office at the Webster Bank Arena used to overlook the uh, what was known as the Bluefish Stadium. And, um, you know, my original thought was let's get one of the baseball teams, the Mets or the Yankees, to have an affiliation here so we can fill up the stadium. And uh, unfortunately, the Mets and the Yankees have to sign off on on uh, on that, and uh, the Mets wouldn't sign off on the Yankees being an affiliate. Mm. So, uh, so uh, un- unfortunately, the Bluefish um, sort of died on the vine. And uh, one day, I was having lunch with uh, Jim Koplick of Live Nation, and he said to me that um, you know Connecticut really needed a boutique amphitheater. And they were considering doing something in Danbury. And uh, and I said, why Danbury? He said, because a city like Bridgeport's not available. So I went I went back to my office and I started looking out at the baseball stadium. And <laughs> I called him up the next day and I said, are you really serious about a boutique amphitheater? And he said, I'm dead serious. And I said, well, I think I have the perfect location. And um, so that was eight years ago. And uh, through the trials and tribulations, uh, lo and behold, uh, May 15th, we open our doors to uh, the Harbor Yard Amphitheater. And uh, to, uh, we start off with 10 college graduations, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll transition into, uh, into concerts, provided that the, uh, the governor opens up our, our facility. Hey, Howard, it's uh, Steve DiCostanzo. I wanted to ask a, a quick question. Uh, you know, I have a bird's eye view out in my GM office. I've had uh, a beautiful opportunity to see, you know, things kind of uh, coming out of the ground. Uh, can you give an update on on just uh, you know where things are with the? Uh, you've got this incredible, beautiful canopy coming, right? And also, what can we expect uh, this summer? So the um, Any, anything you could say, like telling things for the first time, people are going to hear it on PK, and we want to break some news here, Howard. <laughs> okay. Well, so, so uh, several things about the construction. So the the stadium, as you would know, it is pretty much finished, notwithstanding uh, the finishes, the painting, and and um, seat installations, things like that. The back of house that we affectionately call the barn. Um, which is attached to the stage, um, is pretty much complete as well. In fact, they're carpeting today. Mm. Um, so the what's left is, and what you see at your window, Steve, um, is a, is a 125-foot-high 100, steel structure that's over a million pounds of steel that's 60,000 square feet. Um, so that steel structure is pretty much complete. In fact, uh, on Friday in the snow, they uh, finished installing the steel for the entrance pavilion. Mm. And um, so we will start to um, we'll start next month to wrap that steel with the tensile fabric. And um, that that's that takes uh, about 45 days. 
and that'll get us to uh, to being on time for the uh, for graduation. Uh, with regard to concerts, um, I, the uh, that's a Live Nation issue, uh, and you may want to get Jim Coplick on the phone because I'm a sports guy, not a uh, not a concert guy, um, and, and maybe he can share some uh, excellent some artists. But the the idea will be it'll be the panoply of Live Nation type acts, which are generally bigger than what we'd expect at some of the music venues here in Connecticut which is a really, you know, it means people don't need to go to the Madison Square Garden. They don't need to drive up to Boston. They can, they'll be able to see music like they've not been able to see in this area, right? For sure. So um, because it's, it's a boutique amphitheater, which is pretty unique in size, um, if you think about it, it's, uh, we're 5,700 seats, and 92% of all seats are covered. So unlike Jones Beach, which is uncovered, and you can get rained on or or for that matter, almost any amphitheater out there, um, this is a very, very unique venue. And uh, notwithstanding uh, Xfinity, um, which can hold upwards of 25,000, this will be the largest outdoor uh, venue in the area. Well, thanks. Hey, we're listening to uh, Howard Safin uh, from the uh, Harbor Yard Amphitheater, uh, and he's uh, talking about the amphitheater, but... Howard, this is a a community radio hour, and one of the things I wanted to have you just take a couple minutes on is what is the amphitheater going to mean for the city of Bridgeport and the well-being of, you know, people who live in Bridgeport and some of the local businesses? So the economic impact of the amphitheater is projected to be in excess of $50 million. And when you say what does that mean, it means that the amphitheater itself will employ almost a thousand people and those thousand people will be local people um, no different than the employees at the arena we look for people who are who are born raised in bridgeport and understand the importance of bridgeport um, so that's that's a huge get in terms of the community um, we as an amphitheater have a 501c3 and um, we will be giving back to the community on a regular basis. Uh, we feel very, very strongly about the youth in Bridgeport and creating opportunities. In fact, um, the amphitheater will be, for a large majority of the people, will be their first job um, gradu- since graduating high school. No, yeah, so, and I, I, you know, I having I've, you know, I've strolled the amphitheater grounds with you, and you know, we've had the opportunity to have. Uh, lunch and connect a bit and you know and I know I know you care I know you really want to walk the talk in terms of doing some good in the community what you know just give me a what are there anything other things you're involved with just in terms of trying to do good in the community um either events or things that are on your mind yeah yeah let me give you an example so three weeks ago Jeanette Heron uh since he since uh, excuse me city councilwoman Jeanette Heron came into our office, and she she um, had the idea of creating uh, or giving 25 coats to the homeless. And these aren't just regular coats. These are coats that turn into sleeping bags. So she asked if we would sponsor this event. And I said to her, of course, but why are we stopping at 25 coats? So um, we created, uh, with the help of Live Nation and Connoisseur Media, um, Kristen Okeson and Jeff Warshaw. Uh, we created uh, Jimmy Coplick's Coats for a Cause. 
And over the weekend, or excuse me, on Thursday, the radio thought, um, we raised in excess of $90,000, which represents 700 plus coats. So from, from a small, um, idea from, um, from the city council, we were able to make a marked impact, um, for the city of Bridgeport for the homeless. And uh, and hopefully this is something we continue to do on an annual basis. Yeah, that is really great and really inspirational. And um, I'm sure we're going to hear more of your name in the year to come with just not only the amphitheater, but how the amphitheater is bringing buoyancy to the community. So uh, thank you for all of that, Howard. And thank you for being our guest here on Band Central Radio on PKN. My pleasure. And I, I love what you guys do. And. I've known Steve for a very, very long time since his days in the golf industry, and uh, I, I can't wait to see you guys shift over to Bijou Square. Yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate All it. Right, take All right. All the good, best. Take good care, Howard. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Approaching the end of the hour here, and uh, we've had a great time. We hope we hope you've enjoyed your lunch or, or driving to wherever you're driving and uh, hanging out with us here on Band Central Radio. This is Rob Freed, and we are on the fourth Monday of every month. Man, that was a good show, Steve. You, uh, Excellent show. Really fun and a great guest. Buzz, it was really fun to have you in the studios again, and it was great to have uh, Howard uh, on, on the phone, Howard Saffin from uh, the Amphitheater. You don't get to hear from him that often, so it's uh, it was a good get. Rob. Fuzzy, you have a good time? I had a great time. It was always great seeing you guys and hanging here and, just, you know, shooting the you-know-what. Yeah, man, we got, well, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get outside the studio and get on stage again soon. Uh, yeah, that's the goal, you know, post, post-pandemic. post All right, folks, well, uh, Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Have a great week. Mer- Mercury is out of retrograde, so it's start to it's time to put yourselves back out there. And uh, you're listening to "Kissing My Love" by Bill Withers. We're signing off. Band Central Radio. Till next time. Bye bye.